Hey y'all, welcome to And What? I have a guest on And What today, Big Brother James. Say hi to the people, Big Brother. You make it sound like somebody's online pledging <laughs> Omega Sci Fi. Big, big Brother James. <laughs> Give us a stomp then. <laughs> What's nah. up, y'all? Welcome to And What. How you gonna welcome the people on my own show? Hey, y'all. Welcome to And What. Y'all see how disrespectful he is? Y'all, I have Big Brother on podcast today to talk about... Dun, 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 dun. What we talking about? I don't know. What we talking about? Fasting. Oh, yeah. Fasting. He was given instructions before this started, y'all, but anyway. That probably was he was so we are going to talk about fasting you are coming towards the end of an 85 day strict water fast i am on a 60 day well my water fast slash cold press juices fast <laughs> slash 5 30 a.m to 5 30 p.m <laughs> 60 day fast is also coming to a close i have oh a little bit a little over two and a half weeks left so let's yeah you let's... stop on the 26 right i do yeah, you i stop do on the 26 i stop on the 24th yeah so a few few days few days so yeah. talk about talk about your fasting journey what you learned mentally physically emotionally well, how it's changed you spiritually <clears throat> well first it's not a uh, it's not a it's not a water fast it's a liquid fast. I want to make sure that's that's clear because uh, doing a, a water fast, I'm not so sure if I would be able to last this long just doing a strict all water fast. I'd most likely die, which I almost did a couple times doing this one. But that's neither here nor there. So what are are you drinking? All right. So water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but uh, for my liquid fast, I'm drinking uh, spring water. I'm drinking spring water and a um, cocktail that my wife makes for me every morning that consists of uh, spring water, lemon, ginger root, pineapple, and cucumbers. It tasted tasted cool to me. The cucumber threw me off. The cucumber threw you off? Yeah. The whole thing threw me off the first time I drank it, (laughs) but then, you know, like, you get used to having bad stuff. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so do you drink it only in the mornings once a day yeah, morning a and day. night once, once a day, day in the morning um i wouldn't dare drink that more than one time a day <laughs> um it doesn't like honestly it doesn't taste bad the texture's just kind of funny because like this is like pure pineapple not pineapple juice oh it's so, not like in a food processor no, or a juicer no also oh, she hates you secretly <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, she makes that stuff from scratch, and I drink it. Oh, that's sweet. And I'm thankful. Because if I didn't have that, I'd probably die. Yeah. Die, die. So, yeah, on this liquid fast, um, you're supposed to drink a gallon of water, spring water, uh, preferably. Um, you can have your juice, uh, and you're supposed to drink at least two glasses of herbal tea. Uh, my choice was genmaicha, which is a... You said what? Genmaicha. It's mm-hmm. a Japanese green tea. 
So inside of the uh, the green tea, it has matcha inside of it, which is uh, dried rice. So it's pretty much green tea with rice in the bag. Okay. Right. right. So it what are the so nutritional? It tastes so good. Does it? Yes, it does. Do you put I think like I'm Japanese a little bit? You think you're Japanese? I've, I've got to be. Mm-hmm. I've got to just be. like you Haitian a little bit. Oh no 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 no! I'm Haitian a lot. <laughs> <laughs> don't get don't get it twisted. I'm Japanese a little bit. I'm Haitian a lot of bit. Give me some black rice right now. Ooh, D John John's what he's talking about, yeah. y'all. Go to JoJo Free Tie for some D John John Sundays. That's not a plug. Um, but yeah, so that's good. So those are like the basics for me. I'm doing cold pressed juices from Arden's Garden. Um, mm. Some of them are disgusting. Uh, but some of them are actually pretty good, and it just has, like, the fruit ingredients, no added sugar. Right. Um, so that's actually what's what's been helping because my behind was just doing water for the first week. Help her. Somebody help her. <laughs> Bro, I swear, I swear I, I gave her instructions like, weeks before she even started doing this show. He's not lying. <laughs> I gave her instru- straight-up instructions. First, yeah. what, The first thing I told you to do was what? The very Talk first, to your doctor. Go to your doctor. Who has a doctor actually, anymore? Everybody has a doctor. You're right. Even if it's somebody who ain't got a doctor, they got a doctor. <laughs> I told her, go to the doctor and make sure that you can actually do this first. Doctor ain't going to tell me I can't do something. Oh, hell. Anyway, so I've realized during my fast mm-hmm. that... Because I've done, um, and we talked about this a little bit, I've done those, you know, intermittent fasting things, and those never, never lasted, but this, I'm actually quite surprised. Like, there are times where I'm like, God, I'm, I'm hungry. I just, (laughs) I just want to eat. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't give you these last, these last 15 days or so. Um, But there's always, like, some strength. Is it the Holy Spirit? Are we going to get churchy? Is it the Holy Spirit, do you think, that's, like, pushing us? Because what's the difference between fasting for God and being able to go and do it all the way through as opposed to doing, like, a diet for yourself? Like, if someone were to look at this and say, okay, well, I want to lose, I don't know, 25, 30 pounds. So I'm just going to drink water and herbal tea and... Mm -hmm. But then, you know, they get to day, day two and they're like, uh, hello, Domino's. Fasting starts out about intention. Mm-hmm. So whatever your intention is for the fast, that's what the fast will ultimately be. thing about it is once you start eliminating something like food out of your everyday schedule, things tend to get a little wonky. So even though like when I started, when I started my fast, like for me, it wasn't like a strict spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I got to day number 10 yeah. of absolutely no food in me, drinking just water, taking vitamins, and pooping air after that, um, things take a shift in you mentally. Mm-hmm. And so something that was not even supposed to start out spiritual at all, it had a, a, a huge spiritual effect because wow. what else can you fill yourself with? Mm. So, I mean, you do get to choose what spirit. Yeah. Talk about it. 
So uh, I think that that is definitely something huge. I think fasting in itself, it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. But uh, once you get into it, it becomes that by itself. Mm-hmm. So whether you choose it or not, it's up to you. And the Bible does talk about fasting being one of the things that we as Christians have to do. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they do talk about it being a part of like our... Yeah, as far as fasting is as important to us as eating, well, supposed to be. Um, it's just that, you know, we, we pick and choose what stuff we want to take out of the Bible and make useful for our lives. That's, that's <laughs> We word. pick and choose, but fasting is definitely supposed to be a part of our lifestyle. Um, it helps us to clean our systems out. It helps us to gain clarity. It helps us do so many things that... Um, we typically don't do on a regular basis so yeah that's good that's good so how would you say because you didn't intentionally go into this um with it being spiritual i did mm-hmm. uh, i know for me personally with the season that i was coming out of there was healing that i needed yeah and i realized that it could only come from from god so i was like okay well let me diligently seek him and actually be intentional about making the sacrifice so that he can he can heal me because it was a lot of hurt and a lot of pain and a lot of um I guess guilt and self-condemnation that I couldn't get through that Mm -hmm. I felt like fasting was the only way to to get out of that so with you saying that it started for personal reasons and then ended or ended up being more spiritual, how do you see, I guess, your walk or your life with God has changed? Well, I, I think, for one, I'm, I'm a really practical person. Mm-hmm. So when something that we say is spiritual that's happening... I don't necessarily see spirit. I more so see people's emotions. Mm. So when I started doing my fast, um, aside from the reasons that I told you about me having to be a different person than I was at that moment, that's my personal reason. It was ultimately about discovery. So I think a lot of times when we try to get something from God, we have in our heads what we want to get from him instead of discovering what he wants to give us. Right. So for me, like this, this entire thing was about discovering who this new person is, discovering what I'm supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Because once I know those things, nothing could stop me from getting it. I think a lot of us, we, we suffer because we want things that don't ultimately belong to us. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a huge clarity moment for me. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because one of the things that I was <laughs> that I was fasting for, um, transparent moment here, was for the restoration and reconciliation of a, of a friendship that I lost on account of me, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, in fasting, what I realized was, one, God is a God of completion, and he will always complete something. And what I guess the Holy Spirit dropped on me was that I was looking for what you said for something from God and the whole time he was working things out of me, working the reason why, what is the actual motive behind wanting to reconcile this relationship? And what I realized was in, in my mind, in reconciling it, I was trying to get redemption. 
mm-hmm. missing the point that my redemption can only come from God. Right. And it was almost like a sense of wholeness in my fasting. And I'm, I'm not done, but really coming into, like you said, recognizing and knowing yourself and seeing yourself at a different different perspective like I really do and I didn't really expect to see as much of a change emotionally and Mm -hmm. mentally and spiritually as I did like I actually have a desire to be in God's presence I actually have a desire to read my devotional I actually (laughs) have a desire to to go to church like I wake up on Sundays like I get to go to church today (laughs) like instead of oh I have to go to church today and it's just interesting seeing how our perspective can change well not how our perspective can change but how God can oftentimes shift our perspective Mm -hmm. and when the Bible talks about you know giving um God giving us our heart's desire what I've realized through this it's giving us his desire for our own hearts Mm -hmm. I think that's massive because people have always misinterpreted that that scripture Mm -hmm. when it says that God will give you the desires of your hearts he's not saying he's just going to give you whatever he wants right He's going to make his desires yours. And I think for a, a lot of people, that's always misinterpreted, is misconstrued into them thinking, oh, man, I'm just going to get anything I want from right. God because I love him. Like he's a genie. No. Yeah. I'm about to cuss. All right. So. <laughs> I know it's so hard for you, it big brother. You're doing a great hard. job. <laughs> I'm thinking before I speak it, everything. <laughs> but no, I, I think that that's something that's hugely misinterpreted. Uh, even for uh, like my fast, like I particularly, even like when I when I pray, I don't particularly ask God for things. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask Him to make me a person who can get them. Yeah, that's so good. my like my my position in my relationship with God, I'm never asking like God, please give me those those paper clips that are on the printer. Mm-hmm. No, but I will ask Him to give me the ability to get them myself. Yeah. And, and not even saying, like, I wanted to be, like, an all-me thing, but I know his desire for me is to turn me into a person who can do the things right. that he can do. Right, So if I'm supposed to be a person who can do the things that he can do, it's going to have to go through me at some point in time. Mm. It can't be all him. Yeah, because God will, well, God does things through people right. for people. Right. So I think, I think that's one of the, the biggest points of being a conduit. Like willingly is to recognize the responsibility of it mm-hmm. so if i'm always saying god do this god do that god like please god do this like there's a huge difference between praying and begging Ooh, like say it huge, again for the person huge, in the so back stupid. there's a, but there's a huge difference between those two things because a lot of us we just beg mm-hmm. we don't really pray to god we a lot of us we don't even know what it means to pray we don't know that relationship type which I mean, it's common because a lot of people aren't taught. The The biggest prayer lesson that we've ever gotten is watching other people pray at church. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> that ain't always the best example is what I'm just trying to say. Yeah. But yeah, I think like when you get into your relationship with God and recognizing what the purpose of that relationship is, it changes your perspective and how you talk to him. 
And I also think once you also get to know him and mm-hmm. who he is, like your prayers will also change. Yeah. There are certain things I'm not even asking for anymore because I know God's a provider. Like you just, you're going to do it. There's mm-hmm. no other option. There's no, in the essence of who you are, you are Jehovah Jireh. You yeah. will provide my every need. So there are certain things I don't even ask for anymore because I'm like, oh, God got that. Yeah, and I, I completely believe in, I believe in seasons. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge believer in seasons. I, I believe that if I'm going outside in July, I'm not wearing no bubble jacket. I'll probably wear a hoodie because I really, really like hoodies. But like, if, if, it, if it's January, like I'm not going outside in the Speedo. Like I believe in seasons. Mm-hmm. And... Like a lot of times when like, people are asking, especially like entrepreneurs, because I know a whole lot of them and entrepreneurs are always, typically always asking, OK, give me the plan. God, give me the plan. Mm-hmm. Give me the plan. Like the, real, the reality is, bro, I gave you the plan. You just don't have the courage to go do it yet. Mm. And I, I'm, I've been really, really, really asking for courage Mm -hmm. not even just for me or for my household but for the people that i know Mm -hmm. because one thing that i didn't mention when we were talking about the fast before was that by day 20 was that maybe like 20 something i was beginning to see through people you did mention that to me yeah i I remember that i was beginning to literally see through people and it was like Bro, I felt like I was like at a peep show that I was stealing something <laughs> that didn't belong to me. I was like, oh, no. So that when I hear people talk, I don't hear the words that they're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm actually hearing their hearts. And I'm like, oh, not that. It's... That's you... another reason why I had to stop talking to people, too. Yeah. So was it was it negative or was it was any of it positive? Because I remember you telling me that, and I remember thinking like, "Well," and I think I asked you like, <laughs> "What you see? Like, tell me what you what you seeing?" Yo, so the, well, the, the biggest thing is like, it's not a positive or negative thing. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing the truth is never a positive oh, that's or good. negative that's thing. That's good. It, it never is, but it gives you the opportunity to make it either or. Mm-hmm. It definitely gives you the opportunity to make it either or. So, like, seeing through people. It made me stop talking to people like a whole lot because there were things I was seeing that I did not want to say. Wow. And by the time I got to probably like day 40, my body started to respond to when I'm supposed to say something and I choose not to. It also responded when I'm supposed to shut the hell up and I'm trying to talk to somebody. It's like it does all of that. It it does. It does all of that. But being able to like having that gift and that's what I'll call it Mm because it's definitely a gift. Uh, Don't know how long I'm going to have it for. But did you did you ask? Did you pray? for? No, I did not. Let me tell you something, because one of the things I asked, I said, God, let me hear the you know how Christians be. Let me hear the whispers of heaven. What does that even mean? (laughs) I really wanted to hear like God's voice clearly and i'm like you always heard god's voice clearly sometimes you just choose not to whisper but or choose not to listen but is that something that you expected is that something that you prayed for is that something that you still want i prayed to hear god clearly in 2015 Mm -hmm. 
right? And I prayed that because at the time, I did not trust his voice in my head. Hmm. I didn't trust his voice in my head because that voice sounded like me, and I did not trust <laughs> me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that was that was my biggest thing. And um, hearing him more allowed me to trust myself more. Mm. And But this part, <laughs> like, this part, no, didn't ask for it. Um, I remember asking to be a superhero when I was 10. <laughs> so, thanks, guy, 24 years later. So, <laughs> I mean, I like, specifically, no, I did not ask to be able to see things the way that I see them now. But what I can say is I did ask to be a person who could. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want necessarily, I don't want to, hey, God, I want to see through people. Mm-hmm. No, but I did ask him to make me wiser. You left it open for him to be God. Yeah, I, I, I asked him to make me wiser. I asked him to make me stronger i asked him to make me more extreme i, I don't even know what i'm even asking for anymore <laughs> oh you about to find out right <laughs> right right like what like ah it's like when you don't know what you're asking for you think you do mm-hmm. but yeah i asked for those things i just did not know that this would be the byproduct yeah um to be something that could actually be considered supernatural are you still seeing through people <laughs> yeah that would be scary to me it was. Now, honestly, it, it was. It really, was it? It really, really was. Explain it. Was it like you actually physically with your eyes saw it, or it was like a spiritual dimension type of in your heart? What like, the hell is a spiritual you know what I'm dimension? like? I'll be you were thinking, in the other realms, you know? You I'll be thinking in no. my head that God, I'm just going to pretty much lose this gift because I cuss too much on a regular basis. <laughs> but he just keeps showing how much he's got and be like, I, I knew who you were before I gave you this. but I, That's a word. It, Say it again. It wasn't no Say it, uh, Hold on. <laughs> you got to let the people marinate in that one. Say it again. Bro, I mean, he's got, he knew, he knew who I was before. He, because, I mean, he made me, so whatever. Um, no, it wasn't this super spiritual see you in the realms of the 18 <laughs> rings. I, I don't even... Bruh. Did you see the archangels, Big Brother? I can see. I well, you know what I when well, you know what I did see. I see that a whole lot of people skim through Revelation. That's what I see because <laughs> <laughs> they know all these descriptions and not what they mean. But um, <laughs> no, but, but seriously, like it was with my eyes, I could see people's lives when they spoke. Wow. Their yeah. lies or their lives? Their lives. lives. I mean, there's lies in people's lives, but that's a whole different story. But the thing is, I saw mine first. Mm. And I reconciled with seeing mine. Mm. And then I reconciled with my ability to change everything that's in it. That's good. That, that was scary enough. Yeah. Like seeing other people's stuff. Yeah, that's scary. Can't be scary. Seeing your stuff. Seeing your stuff. Oof. And then seeing like the fork in the road moments mm-hmm. where you have one of two choices and you can see both very, very clearly. Wow. Yeah. But I don't know. I think uh, one thing I recognized last night, day 71. 
it's definitely put a target on my back. For sure. Um, but like one of those targets where, first of all, Christians don't take this, don't take this the wrong way, or maybe you should take it the wrong way. I don't know. <laughs> don't take this the right way. The enemy is a brilliant strategist, bro. Like, yep. bruh is brilliant. Mm -hmm. So we like to think that the enemy and his demons and spirits and demi angels, whatever y'all want to call them, are these things, these spirits, they come at you, they scream, they <laughs> scare you, they do all this kind <laughs> of stuff where the honest truth, bruh just be sitting in the corner looking at you like waiting for you to hang yourself. Just mm -hmm. so he can go tell God, told you they ain't love you like that. Oh, wow. Like, he's not this 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 overbearing thing that's just coming to kill you. Of course he wants to kill you, but not in the way that you're thinking. He's not trying to stab you. All he's right. not trying to shoot you. He's not trying to do any of those things. He's banking on you taking yourself out. Mm, don't, don't I know it. Yeah, like, he, like, he's banking on you taking yourself out. So what he'll do is he'll place things in front of you that he knows can trip you up. Wow. That he knows that you enjoy, that he knows can get the better of you. And he doesn't even have to do anything but sit back and watch you. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we have to do, and it sounds simple, but it's not, but the only thing that we have to do is recognize that he's there. Yeah. Like once he can see that we can see him, <laughs> nigga gone. <laughs> Bro, he gotta go to the next partner. Because he knows if if they see me it's over for me. Yeah. Like, if they recognize I'm there. Yeah. It's over for me. Because, like, I'm not this story anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm something tangible. And me becoming something tangible makes me something that they can beat. Mm. That's good. So, have you... Because you did mention the attacks have been... Um, was it just, like, one attack? Or was it, like... Because you know how when Jesus fasted for 40 days mm -hmm. and 40 nights and he went into the wilderness, it was seemed at that moment... I mean, we don't really have a time frame for the Bible, but it was just, like, one, like, conversation or one attack from the enemy. Have you had, throughout this process, multiple attacks from the enemy? I'm thinking about that scripture now, and it did say that, at like, he came after he fasted. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Right. So, what that—that's the biggest thing. That—that's that. What—that's what makes him such a brilliant strategist. Why would I come after you when I know that you're hyper vigilant? Mm -hmm. When I know that you're prepared? When I know that you're ready to take me on? Why would I even come at you? I'm gonna wait until mm. you're off. That's until good you're because you're you're actually like in the presence you're seeking god you're listening to god you're like in that moment of it's it's almost as if it's like a like you're in the presence mm -hmm. so once you're and, and here's here, here's here's a crazy this is probably why my, my favorite book is uh outwitting the devil by napoleon hill mm -hmm. i'll get back to that later but here's what's crazy when we're with god in that manner in fasting yeah mm -hmm. when we're with god and the enemy shows himself to us while we're in that moment. He's subject to us. Mm -hmm. Which means he's under our control. Yeah. You think he's going to show his face for that? 
That's true. No. That's true because like there are certain like battles that I had no, like mentally um and with the flesh that I had that now I'm just like eh, whatever. Bruh. That's interesting. I, for one, he knows that he's finite. He's not omnipresent. He can't be everywhere. Right. So if he sees an area that he knows it's going to be very very tough for him to get into. He's not going to waste his time over Yeah. It. He's not. But if he really, really wants me, he's going to wait until I thought that I won. He's going to wait until I let my guard down. Get ready, get ready, get he's ready, get ready. Wait. He's going to wait until the whole process, I believe, it's over. Wow. And then he's going to show up. That's his whole strategy. I'm going to be honest. This isn't very encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> it should, but actually, like, it should be because like, now the whole purpose. Now you know purpose, the tactic. The whole purpose of the fast is knowing that when it does come time for it, mm -hmm. you are actually prepared. Yeah. Even when he thinks that you're not. Mm. That's good. So what advice would you give someone who's on the brink of debating whether or not they want to fast, whether or not they, they should fast or what they, how it would change them, what they would get out of it, how they would grow from it? What advice would you give them? Whew. Okay. If you don't know if you want to fast, don't. Okay. All right. Do elaborate. Uh, uh, fasting is intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should definitely know what they're getting themselves into. It's not something that you do on accident. It's not something that you do for fun. That's true. Though these things are ha uh, things that have real live consequences to them and real live results. If you don't want them, don't know if you want them, or just don't know, period, then you should research it, but don't do it until you're ready. And there are also different types of fasts. There's the Daniel Fast. That's the only one I know. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Listen, we 30 minutes in, and I'm really about to cuss. All right? You're doing so good. I'm so I proud. am, but it's over now. Listen, I know they like to say there's different kinds of fasts, but in the Bible, there are only two things that people actually fast from. You either fast from food or you fast from sex. There are no other types of fasts in the Bible. They called it the Daniel fast because Daniel only ate seeds and stuff when he did his fast. Doesn't make it a type of fast. You either fast from food or you fast from sex. Pick your poison. Okay. That literally opens the door for a whole nother conversation. Did it or does it really? <laughs> it does because why do churches then go through the whole, oh, we're doing a, a Daniel fast. There are a lot of churches that do that. There are definitely a lot of churches who, who who do that. Is it because it's easier to do a Daniel fast than it would be to fast completely from food? And is a Daniel fast truly fasting if you're not technically fasting from food? Those are really good questions. Not answering them right now. Well, you're going to have to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, big brother, for... Not me in trouble. <laughs> Thank you, big brother, for joining me today. Um, for, for and what? I want to pray for you. Cool. God, thank you 
for your revelation. Thank you for your word. Thank you for community. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for the struggles that you have given us, how they have shaped us and made us stronger. And we ask, Lord God, that you are healing our hearts, that you are healing the broken areas, and that you give us, Lord God, a desire to be closer to you, to get to know you, to love you. In Jesus' name.